comes to lawn and get these with my dad. They don't want to get a nasty tweet from Donald Trump. I wish he'd stay off Twitter. I don't care. I don't care anymore. Well, either way. Why are you here? You're supposed to be asleep. I am here determined to stop this future atrocity. It's just not a natural thing we would do in our society. You don't see that. Yes. Two things that have only never let me down in this entire country's history. The First Amendment and... Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. Let me tell you, the one that matters is me. Well, uh, Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty, who host the popular uh, radio talk show, ask the same question of their listeners, and here's their response. Let me ask you this, though. What about the, uh, what about Laird? What's he going to do about it? This is Ed McMahon, and now, here's Armstrong and Getty. Live from Studio C. Oh, si, senor. We are in a dimly lit room deep within the bowels of the Armstrong and Getty communications compound, which, by the way, I'm thankful for our air conditioning because some uh, co-workers at other radio stations in this building have been broadcasting in sweltering studios that are like 95 degrees. It's like a polar bear enclosure in here as usual. Thank God. Yeah. I walk down there with my jacket and it makes them very angry. I have a jacket on because it's so cold in our studio. Oh, boy. I'm not sure that's a great idea. We had to set up a fire in there just to just to keep the blood moving. And today we're under the tutelage of our general manager. The infamous, the terrifying, the unforgettable Trump Cohen tapes. What do you hear? We'll so shock you. We'll so change the way you see the world and humanity. I beg you not to listen if you're weak of heart or spirit. Pregnant women should not listen because your fetus may be scarred. <laughs> Our older <laughs> listeners, I caution you, you may hear these words echoing on your deathbed if you dare listen. Stay tuned if you dare. Pregnant women shouldn't listen. Did you put That's an correct. age limit on it? <laughs> Just the old. Depends on your health, I guess. No, on the, on the lower end. Oh. Probably should be at least 21. PG-23. <laughs> Rarely anyone under 23 years old cannot handle the Trump Cohen tapes and the evil they hold. Yeah. Um, you know, it helps to be a lawyer, I guess. But when I if I if I had if somebody had played that for me without a lawyer explaining anything to me, I'd have thought. All right. <laughs> Nothing burger and fries. Order up. I don't, I don't know what this means. Anyway, we'll get into all that coming up. First, we'll introduce everybody in the squad. We'll start there with our board operator, Michelangelo, pressing buttons, flipping toggles, pulling levers. How are you this morning, Michael? Good. Uh, Joe, you should be happy about this. Jeff Sessions blasted uh, campus culture, saying that it was creating a bunch of snowflakes and blamed safe rooms. How mm. dare they? Mm. Yeah. Wow. It's stuff that we've been talking about. I'm I'm not sure he's the right messenger to have make a dent in the whole thing. Yeah, I'm not sure I want him to be my guy. But the, the guy that's going to lead. No, co- I thought it was a good. Guy glad to hear it. The guy that college kids are going to look to for guidance is probably not him. Yeah, no. that super cool old man really has a point. <laughs> there is positive Sean, whose smile lights up the room. How are you, Sean? Doing very well. Now I don't know much about a. Uh, 
economics and you know the the, the math behind them and stuff. But uh, I'm reading the story about how uh, inflation in Venezuela could exceed one million percent by Woo. the end of the year. Mm. That's one million percent. That's rough. That seems like a lot, especially yeah. on the heels of the Venezuelan president ordering that three zeros be knocked off the do- denominations of the country's currency. That also doesn't seem like a good indicator. Um, so I don't know much about economics. I don't know much about Venezuela. But what I do know about Venezuela, I learned from Vin Scully. And who do you think is the richest person in Venezuela? The daughter of Hugo Chavez. Hello. Hello. Anyway, 0-2. Oh <laughs> I'm sorry, what's the count? <laughs> my favorite tape ever. I know. It's awesome. <laughs> Love you, Vin. Since the first time I ever heard about that crazy inflation that happens before a country falls apart when I was a little kid, I've been horrified of it happening in my life. Oh, yeah. Heck, yeah. Hyperinflation? It would be, it would be, it'd be hard to deal with because you're, 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 everything you've done is gone mm-hmm. and you're starting from scratch. And if you've worked your whole life and saved something, it'd be pretty hard to take. You but have no money. The, the the story of it happening in Germany, um, lots of places it's happened. Would just no, that's be... funny. That disturbed me as a kid, too. Oh, I just thought, yeah, oh, my God. The yeah. whole pushing around a wheelbarrow full of money to buy a loaf of bread. Yeah. Because it's $8 million or whatever the money is. Yeah. Oof. Frightening. God, I hope that never happens here. Where there is socialism, there is collapse, and there is hyperinflation, there is poverty, there is misery, there is death. Here's the one, too. Anyway, own two. <laughs> own two on the battery. That's become a, a catchphrase with a friend of mine, and he was telling anyway, me, he was telling me about his. That's uh, right. You got to throw that. He in. was it's very important. Telling me about his heart attack. <laughs> anyway, he's telling me about his heart attack, which is a very scary story. And he said, "Anyway, own two. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good way to get out of us. That's it's a, great. Instead of transition music, it's right. a good way to get out uh, of your serious conversation. Oh, I love that. <laughs> My wife's left me. Anyway, own two. Own two. Here's Marshall Phillips, who does our news every day. How are you, Marshall? i got to tell you, I'm very, very excited. We're going to have a uh, collective experience right now. There was one lucky person who won the half-billion-dollar Mega Millions lottery. It was you. So, my friends, let's all check our numbers. Our okay. first number tonight is 19. That's followed by check. 2. Got it. 2. Up next, we yep. have yep. 4. Your next oh, number got is... Got that one, too. One of your final white ball for this Tuesday evening is Bills. 29 out for the Mega Ball. That Whoa, number that's is right, right, right. Go to school to learn how to talk like this. Oh, no, it's me, it. it's me. I'm out of here. <laughs> you won. Marsha Phillips won. Yes. Y'all Half heard him promise a million dollars each to us yesterday. <laughs> and 20-something listeners. And, uh, yeah. right. Well, all right, guys, I'm just kidding. I didn't win. <laughs> your presence is an example of that. Did the, you just womp womp Marshall's dreams <laughs> flying away? The winning ticket was sold at Ernie's Liquors in San Jose, California. Oh, boy. Lucky Ernie Liquors. Half billion dollars. Um, well, Ernie's in good shape. What do you get? You get like 1% or 2% yeah, or something of the winning for yeah, some yeah. weird yeah. reason. Yeah. Ernie has <laughs> to encourage participation. Yeah, Ernie's, really? Ernie's still trying to figure out just how yeah. much he's going to get. Well. I think I think it's a sign of disease of a diseased society personally, but you know, I hope they enjoy their Oh, life. it's clearly that. Yeah. Anyway. Oh and one. 
Well, that guy's got the... He had to go off to his disc jockey job after he gave the numbers. That's the number eight. Okay, there's your winner. Now i got to go off to my job. Here's the Grateful Dead. Now, here's me being a DJ like 1991. By by the way, in in case you missed those numbers... Tonight's winning numbers are 19, 2, 4, 1, 29, and the gold mega ball is 20. All right, we got to get to the Cohen tape. I'm Jack right. Armstrong. He's Joe what Getty. What you hear? <laughs> we, oh, that's right. I did that already. Yes. It is Wednesday, July 25th, the year 2018. We're setting you straight in 21-8. We're Armstrong and Getty, and we approve of this program. All right, let's get it on. Precisely according to FCC rules and regulations. Here we go. Here it comes at... Mark. Maybe because of this, it would be better if you didn't go. You know, maybe because of this, for that one, you know, what you should do is get rid of this because it's so false what they're saying. It's such bullshit. Huh? Unpresidential uh, language. Yeah, it's terrible. <laughs> Telling people where they can go and where they shouldn't is shocking. I don't know. I don't know how to read the whole dang thing. I guess we'll have to uh, listen to experts on that, huh? I mean, did he say the allegations are BS? Doesn't that mean, does that help him? Is that why the Trump people wanted this out? All I know is the waitress brought me a nothing burger. And I'm standing by my order. Uh, what are other headlines, Marshall? As you've been mentioning, the secret Trump Cohen tape has been released. We got an update on the Georgia legislator who dropped his pants and hollered the N-word. And kids going outside to play becoming a thing of the past. Those stories coming up yeah. minutes from now. That's a, that's, a, that's a good discussion topic. When that happens, your country becomes a thing of the past. Anyway. Oh, and two. Uh, how's mailbag look? Oh, it's outstanding. It's a sprawling epic. Cool. Hilarious, insightful. I can give you my quick 30-second take on the new Cohen tape, which you will, you will hear. How long is the whole thing, Marshall? It's uh, about one a minute 45, uh, Sean. Know, the whole thing's longer than that, right? It's, it's cl- just under three, I think, total. I don't know if I've heard the entire thing, and I don't know if I need to hear the entire thing. But we'll have the highlights for you. Yes. Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. The conscience. Of the nation. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Here's my very short take on the Cohen tapes, and we'll play them uh, coming up and uh, get into it more. But my very short take is if I'm a guy who's paying off multiple women to hide affairs, and then I find out my lawyer's been secretly tape recording our conversations, and this is the big bombshell that comes out, I'm throwing a freaking party. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Because I'd be thinking, oh, my God. I'm going down to West Eglin, going Jay Gatsby. (laughs) Everybody's going to be invited. Because I would before that, you'd be thinking, East Egg, whatever it was. You know, maybe he's had enough uh, conversations of things that are on the edge of legality his whole life. He's very careful with his words all the time. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. But somebody told me that I'd be thinking, "What the hell did I say?" Well, yeah, but with your own lawyer, because I thought I thought there's a decent chance there's some Billy Bush stuff in there. You know, where he's like talking about how hot she was and things they did, in Mm -hmm. addition to everything else that could, you know, really been pretty rough for the president of the United States. Yeah, as a look, certainly undignified. Yes. And uh, there's not that yet. And I got to believe they've released the worst stuff. It's unlikely they've helped bat the really good stuff. Why Why would you well, think that? Well, no. Huh? Why no. would you think that? I don't know. I would lead with the good stuff. Of course. 
Yeah. They may, may not have. CNN's but. in a desperate... CNN is the equivalent, doing the equivalent of turning tricks at the bus station for ratings. They have utterly sold their dignity and standards down the line in a desperate fight for ratings. So, yeah, they're, they're, they're trotting it all out. So what Cohen's lawyer says, because he's got his own lawyer. Yes. What's so Trump, what does he have a lawyer? What does Trump's lawyer, Giuliani, say? And then what does uh, Avi, uh, uh, um, Stormy Daniels' lawyer, Avenatti? The porn promoter. Uh, what he has to say, all that coming Well, up. except we're not talking about Stormy Daniels. But he's still weighing in. Yeah, he's Anyway. The... <laughs> well, uh, mailbag. Oh, and what Alan Dershowitz has to say. Well, and you got to hear the tape. The tape, which was announced to great fanfare and the fever on CNN last night. <clears throat> freedom, love, and quote of the day from Ian in Tijuana. He's crossed the border, but he hasn't forgotten freedom. Short but sweet from Ben Franklin. If everyone is thinking alike, then no one is thinking. And yet we, we hate those who don't think like us these days. It's, a, it's a strange times. Topic of this email from Ben is love Jack Armstrong. Jack, you are my favorite host of you two. Well, Ben, how do you think that makes me feel? <laughs> how, what, what, well, I hope you're not the, a parent. Here's, send me my favorite child. Here's the thing: he probably means you, because they people get us backwards uh, and near 100 yeah, percent ratio. Certainly Although, more than half of the time. His PS would indicate otherwise. But speaking of PS, how do you think Positive Sean feels? And Michael, Hanson, the producer, silent but deadly. And, and Marshall, Ben, you are insensitive, my friend. His P.S. is, are there any pictures of the coconuts from your honeymoon? Please post on your website. I do have a picture of my wife sitting on a rock. Busting coconuts Busting in a bikini. Busting the coconut on the rock while she's wearing a bikini on that her honeymoon. very primal. Very, <laughs> very primal. Were the coconuts just lying about? Yeah. Laying about? Yeah. Yeah, because there was a co- number of coconut trees around the house we were staying in. How about that? The coconuts are falling from the trees. And iguanas. That's a paradise. And, and iguanas and monkeys. Oh, I'm telling you. It was awesome. Where was that again? Uh, what do you call it? I don't know. There, the Yucatan Peninsula, whatever town oh, okay. it is. Okay, Mexico. All right, yeah. Uh, Jared, on the topic of the Trump-free Tuesday... Hour three news included a security clearance story. Stories that include, quote, White House comments are clearly a violation of hashtag TFT. I'm sorry, but Marshall needs to go. Give him a cardboard box, have security escort him out. Out! Get right, the hell Jared. out of here! That's right. That's right. Marshall violation slipped by me. Marshall did struggle with Trump Free Tuesday. In his defense, he's got to put together a newscast from the news that exists, and most news is about Donald Trump. So here's a really nice note from Mallory, who <coughs> says, you can call it hashtag TFT all you want, but that cannot make it so. He's still there, influencing the dialogue, haunting our dreams, bumbling around the corners of our nightmares. Thanks for the four hours of contenty goodness, though. Not everybody she... felt that way, which I thought was interesting. Hmm. Her P.S. was, my husband's Joe. We just had a baby and named him Jack. And your show is one of my lifelines during this delightful but seemingly endless newborn phase. Last fabulous. Mallory also mentions she's really enjoying the Womp Womps and agrees with Laura. Loves the How Dare Yous. Please, 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 writes Laura from beautiful Gig Harbor, Washington. Please use the clip of Jeff, Jeff Sessions saying, How dare you? How dare you? At least 10 times a show. <laughs> it makes me smile every time I hear it. How dare you? And God knows we need more joy. How dare you? I love your show almost as much as I love chocolate. K-P-K-E-S-H-D-I or D-Y. Keep playing Keebler Elf Sessions. How dare you? <laughs> How dare you? 
She's a woman with simple needs. Fabulous. Plus, we need to get to... Do we have isolated that dude who is all angry? Who was he mad at? I don't even remember. Oh, he was mad at... Uh, Our man Cohen? Corey. Oh, Corey, Lewandowski. Corey Lewandowski. Yeah. Who, who womp-womped a, uh, a, a, a little girl with Down syndrome, which was, you know, obviously insensitive. How dare you, sir? How dare you? How dare you? Right. Micah, with an application to our comedy troupe, I'd like to submit my application to your aforementioned comedy troupe, Can You Believe It?, which is soon to be merging once the lawyers work out their details with Sean's comedy troupe. Uh, you got to be kidding me. Right. Um... I think you'll find my repertoire of work to be sufficient, including my work with the troupe Laughing Djibouti Off. Please, <laughs> please keep me posted. That's Mike in Roseville. That's beautiful, Micah. It probably ought to stop now, <laughs> but thank you. Tony T. in Stockton, frequent critic of the Armstrong and Getty Show. <laughs> wow. From the political left. Frequent critic. Jeez, get in line. <laughs> But always thoughtful, always intelligent, always devil's advocate He has my respect, if not re- agreement, with yet another note of dissent. Most danceable songs? What kind of dance step? That S you played is undanceable. Where is the foxtrot, the waltz, the polka, the samba, the mamba, shotgun, swim, twist, etc.? First, you have to define dance. Neil Edwards, slide. Hell yeah. Now, this is danceable. <laughs> I could more dance to that than some of the stuff we played yesterday. Of course, it, I'm it, a terrible it, dancer. It is kind of interesting that MIT professors with computer algorithms um, still, it would seem to me, can't do whatever the human mind does with music. There's something that goes on with the human mind with music that they still haven't figured out, apparently. Well, right, the recognition that it is, uh, quote-unquote, danceable is instantaneous. Yeah. And I've noticed it with, obviously, not my own children, because I have yet to be in a successful relationship, and I don't have any. <laughs> but I've noticed it in other people's... Go on. Not everybody makes that a requirement, yeah. but good for you. <laughs> They're uh, even just like babies. Like As soon as they can walk, if they hear music, they start to kind oh, yeah. of bounce yeah. around and dance. It's it's so just ingrained yep. in the human experience. It's pretty... In- yeah, it is interesting. My kids' favorite song to dance to when they were little was uh, R.E.M.'s cover of some obscure band. I can't remember who. Uh, the song's Superman, which is complete. If you can find R.E.M. Superman to go to break, Michael, that'd be just delightful. Uh, and my kids would probably still dance to it. It is completely not a dance song, but for some reason it delighted them, and so they threw themselves about with joy, which is great. It's the best thing my ever. My kid's favorite song to dance to was a Hank Williams Jr. song. Wow. Which one was it? My name is Bo Cephas, and I drink whiskey by the gallon, but whenever he sang that, I would always yell milk. <laughs> <laughs> That's good parenting. So they wouldn't... <laughs> Yes, sir. But they love dancing to that. They called it the Jackaboo song for some reason. Play Jackaboo. Wow. I have no idea. I'm why sure that's it. what some words sounded like to them. It sounds like a, a racial slur, and I wish you'd <laughs> stop saying it. Uh, let's see. On the subject of uh, we don't have enough prisons, a uh, nice note here from Diddy. Uh, probably not the Diddy, but uh, the answer is to bring back mental institutions, not prisons. That's a good point. You know what? Um, Thank you. Something to get these people off the street. So the San Francisco Chronicle's out today with the violent history of the one dude 
who stabbed those girls on mass transit that's getting national attention. And this is a story for everybody. The fact that people could be this violent their entire adult lives and still be out and about should horrify us all. Not only that, but there are serious issues of policing in the 21st century that are popping up that affect everyone and are being dealt with in every precinct. It's, uh, It's a stew of ugly. So Trump's lawyer was tape recording their conversations, including when they were discussing payments, perhaps, to keep hotties quiet. I guess that's what they're talking about. I can't tell. Shocking! Marshall's News next on the Armstrong and Getty Show. In the world of Trump, and certainly in the world of the media that hates Trump, um, this is definitely the story of the day. So let's get to it with Marsha Phillips. Well, President Trump has already taken to Twitter to vent his frustration at his former attorney, Michael Cohen's secret recording of a conversation the two men had before the 2016 election. Trump tweeting this morning, what kind of lawyer would tape a client? So a crooked sad. one. Is this- a mobbed up fixer. Is this the a, kind of guy you hire to do things on the very edge of legality to keep you out of trouble? That's the kind of guy that would do it. Turns out you can't trust him. <laughs> Trump uh, tweeting, is this a first? Never heard of it before. Why was the tape so abruptly terminated? Cut while I was presumably saying positive things. I hear there are other clients and many reporters that are taped. Can this be so too bad? Well, CNN aired the tape by Michael Cohen. While it includes apparent references by Cohen to opening a company and by Trump to cash, it's not explicitly clear what's being discussed. I need to open up a company for the transfer of all of that info regarding our friend David, you know, so that I'm going to do that right away. I've actually come up and I've spoken spoken to Alan Weisselberg about how to set the whole thing up uh, with so what are we funding. That, uh, yes. Um, and it's all the yeah, stuff, all the stuff, because, you know, you never know where that company, no, you never you know, know where he's going to be. Correct. So I'm, I'm all over that. And I spoke to Alan about it when it comes time for the financing, which will be... Listen, what financing? We'll have to pay you. So no, 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 no. I got... No, no, no. Hey, no, how are you? So, uh, we were discussing, speaking of conversations being cut off, we were discussing as we came back uh, live here, uh, do we want to talk to somebody about this or whom? Uh, is there anybody acting like this is of any significance? Oh, hell Trump yes. hating networks are? You do not do a good job of taking in Trump-hating media. Are you kidding? I tried for a while this morning. <laughs> it was so sickening are and stupid, kidding? I turned it off. This is this was the okay. Now we know. Here we go. This is it. That he had an affair and tried to cover it up. We already knew that. That he's clearly guilty of a crime, a number oh, of crimes. No, even even Cohen's lawyers said there's no. This isn't evidence of a crime. The the the, the quote unquote Trump hating media. This is them trying to catch him in a lie, not in a crime. Okay. There, there seems to be a lot. Well, of... yeah, he lies all the time. <laughs> I know. And now there's like That's his defense, proof. and I rest my case. <laughs> So the the lie that people are excited about is that he did have an affair and he claims he didn't? Yeah, he, you knew about it. You were involved in the hush money to keep it quiet. Mm-hmm. And there there is a specific set that is, seems to be kind of doing a social experiment of 
what is the tipping point to get people who normally would be abhorred by this sort of behavior right. to actually criticize Trump? This and then there's, about, there's also the other side. There's the crowd that normally isn't bothered by this sort right. of behavior that is when it's Trump, but right. not when it's Clinton. That's where we go different directions, and it's just so damned interesting. So the crowd that just, well, I can't have a president. If he'd lie to his wife, he would lie to America. So right. we can't have him as president. That crowd, a lot of them now are okay with Trump doing this, whereas the crowd that before said it's Bill Clinton's personal life now thinks Trump's personal life is all exciting. So. That's the way we do it, I guess. The headline in the Whoopo, just as a yeah. uh, taking the temperature of the nation, transcript of Cohen tape suggests Trump knew about Model's deal to sell story of alleged affair. Yeah, I, maybe it's hard for me because I come from, I'm looking at it all through the lens of, I assumed from the beginning he yeah. was lying about the affair and that he paid to cover it up and all right. that sort of stuff. I've assumed the whole time that he was lying about that. Right. I mean, so, so maybe... <laughs> I don't know what it's like if if I were a person that that believed him, that thought you know everybody's out to get him, claiming he cheated on his wife. This nice man. I mean, for for those of you, I don't know how you're going to react oh, to this. We got know. a long road to travel together. If you've been thinking <laughs> oh, that, I mean, Alan oh. Dershowitz, who yeah. I can't quite figure out what he's what his deal is. I mean, we had him on last week, and and at the time, my because my, were so big. My feeling is was just that here's a guy, lifetime Democrat, hates every policy that Trump stands for, every single one. He can name them off. He disagrees with every policy Trump has, but has often stood up for him legally in the press, just because he thinks that a lot of legal scholars are getting deranged by their hatred of Trump. Um. But, man, he's always on Trump's side on all these issues. Anyway, he was on Fox Today, and he said, not even a close question on this tape. There is no crime. Not even close, according to Dershowitz. So, I don't know. How about undeclared in-kind services? Hmm? The fine Hmm. for which we found out would be, you know, like double what was spent or something. So, you think politically it could be damaging if if people are forced into believing he actually had an affair and lied about paying off these women? I think people want to see Trump in a press conference saying, you said you didn't know about this. Here's the tape where you talk about it. Now, what are you going to say? He is going to have to double down on that lie, isn't he? At some point. Or say, I forgot. (laughs) Oh, yeah, now I remember. (laughs) Oh, yeah, the brunette. Oh, from the Playboy magazine. Yeah, what a lovely gal. And I said, Cash? What's she up to now? Tell her her I say hello. (laughs) Switching gears, we got a Georgia State lawmaker, you'll remember, who dropped his pants and shouted the N-word on a TV show. He is leaving office. No, no. His leadership will be missed. Republican Jason Spencer announcing his resignation last night. He had appeared on the satirical... He's leaving office just because nobody on any level would ever want to be associated with a guy who'd be willing to do that? Is that why he's leaving office? Mm-hmm. I wouldn't. I wouldn't That's want part you, of it. I wouldn't want you to be my friend. I wouldn't want you to change my oil. I wouldn't want you to do anything. You're a nut job. <laughs> he appeared on the satirical Showtime series "Who Is America" on Sunday. He was tricked into believing he was learning self-defense from a former Israeli military officer. The officer, actually comedian Sasha Baron oh, Cohen. Oh no, really? TV's Borat. Yeah. So it wasn't an actual Israeli officer that asked me no. to drop my pants <laughs> no. and, and back up toward him, screaming "Homo, Homo, Homo," or whatever it was. 
Cohen. Damn, I was fooled. Well, but you got to understand, Cohen was in disguise. He was in disguise. Yeah, he was disguised as a wax dummy. It was a terrible disguise. It was clearly somebody wearing prosthetics. He was presenting himself to the uh, Republican representative by saying, In America, there is one forbidden word. It is the N-word. Now, I am going to be the terrorist. You have three seconds to attract attention. Go! Are you crazy? The N-word is Nooney. Not this world. This world is disgusting. Nooney. <laughs> in another part of... I can't of, believe that guy did that. In another part of the uh, report, Spencer dropped his pants and backed his exposed rear end toward Cohen while shouting USA in America after being told by Cohen to use your buttocks to intimidate ISIS. <laughs> because they're afraid of homosexuals. Yes. So there, there have been those um, psychological experiments done where you will shock somebody if you're told to. Right. Even though you don't want to and you're causing them pain just because authority, an authority figure told you to do it. Right. Maybe that's what's going on here. Yeah, and the deeper you get into that study, the more interesting it is. The sorts of people who complied and those who didn't and the rest of it, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, this guy might uh, just be at the f- farthest 10% of he'll do what he's told. He'd have made a good Nazi. Pantless Nazi. Of course, <laughs> the Nazis were pantless with each other in the 30s especially. I don't think this guy would make a I'm good sure anything. Sure applicable to this discussion, but that's the way my mind works. There you go. That's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips. C. Armstrong and Getty Show, the conscience of the nation. So... I was confused the first time, the several times that I heard the, the the portion of the Cohen tape that's making the rounds, right. and it cuts off abruptly. And I thought, yes. wh- who edited it that way? Why is it? Why does it stop there? You say it goes on, Sean. And there's a little more after that. Well, there's just a tail end which sounds very much like the start of a next tape. Right, okay. we had that on okay. there. That's like a m- nanosecond. So why is it edited that way? It's a teaser. It's like you get the first chapter of the next book if you're reading one of those uh, detective serials. So we need to do a little more of the background on this. The Trump team was okay with this coming out. They signed off on it coming out. The tape? Yeah. So the the, the, uh, question as to why they were okay with it coming out is um, there's a couple of different theories on that. Interesting. I thought the president was outraged. He's outraged that he was recorded. Ah. But they agreed to have it come out, either to get ahead of it, or because they believe, because they thought it was so damaging, they wanted to get ahead of it, or they believe it's so exculpatory, as Giuliani says, listen to the tape, we're clearly not guilty. They wanted it out. Anyway, stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. The conscience of the nation. This goes away quickly. I think what I think it's probably better do the Charleston thing just this time. Uh, yeah, in two weeks it's fine. I think right now it's it's better. You know? Okay, honey, you take care of yourself. Thanks, Pam. Yep, I'm proud of you. So long, bye. What's up, Mike? Great poll, by the way. Yeah. Seen it. Great poll. Making progress. Big time. And you guys are good guys. Oh, Pastor Scott? I can't believe he's... No. no. 
business guy. What's, what's happening? Oh, no. Can we use him anymore? Oh, yeah. No, you just meant Mark Burns. He, we've so to let's do the Charleston thing. The key phrase there. The president admitting to old-timey dancing. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, Michael Cohen. Cue up my favorite tune. Charleston, Charleston. Come on. So, uh, that was Marshall's prom. <laughs> wow. Michael, Michael. <laughs> I, I believe that to be ageism. That, that's improper. That's improper. You can't do that. Oh, We're at the gym, my. dancing to Charleston, the hot new hit. 23 skidoo. <laughs> They're wearing those big beaver jackets. Right. Waving pennants. <laughs> Go Central. <laughs> oh, my God. The straw hat. <laughs> um... Yeah, so the president's legal team released the transcript and the uh, and 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 ter- Cohen's attorney, who's working for Cohen, <laughs> provides CNN with the audio tape. Was that Lanny so, Davis? Just out of curiosity, yeah, former Democrat operative. Yeah, so the president's team released the transcript. They wanted it out, all the words. Okay, and okay. Uh, Cohen's lawyer okay. g- put out the actual audio tape. Says who? Says Which CNN. Words? <laughs> I, some of them. All of them. Okay. So, okay. <laughs> so it's kind of interesting. It, 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 I mean, it's either uh, on the face of it what Giuliani says is, look, we're happy to have this out there. It shows we didn't, we didn't do anything. We weren't committing a crime, blah, blah, blah. It could right. be that. Or it could be, look, the jig is up. It's coming out. Let's be the ones that get it out as opposed to we're reacting to it. Which is a good strategy also. Well, I'm telling you, and I stand ready to defend this stance and or apologize for its wrongness. This is a nothing burger. It is a bread sandwich. It is an air taco. Unless you thought that that nice man, Mr. Trump. Yes. Air taco. That's right. (laughs) Unless you thought that nice man, Mr. Trump, he would never treat on that pretty girl. I can't believe they'd accuse him of something like that. And then uh, uh, again, we have a long road to travel together to get you back to reality. Um, I'm looking at the annotated version of the transcript where the very best of the best at the at the Washington Post are analyzing what was meant in these vague and mysterious references to Pastor Scott and our friend David and the rest of it. Well, and, sometimes uh, Trump refers to himself as David something or other, so they could have been talking about him. It's uh, like a code. But it's interesting that they that would they talk in code amongst themselves in private? So uh, I'm... Well, David Cohen was... would because he knows he's recording right, it. Right, <laughs> What an a-hole He's the move. only one in the room that realizes this is being recorded. Yeah. I believe David was in reference to the guy owning the National Enquirer who was buying the story. Could could be yeah, also, yeah. yeah. Um, At least I, that's the dots that the anti-Trump yeah. people are connecting. Well, yeah, I just... I mean, to... All right. Um, he, he posed as his own publicist regularly right. for decades. <laughs> we know he did that. Right. He, he's, he's, he and the truth have a passing relationship. He's cheated on multiple wives throughout his life. He, he and, and like a lot of rich people, he pays the, the mistresses to keep quiet. That's, well, see, that's the thing. He has a very European view of the whole wife-mistress thing. Um, that's, if you're going to be charitable. I kind of thought that was baked into the whole whole trump thing maybe it's not for some people i don't know i just i think and and again cnn desperate for ratings they whip everything up msnbc likewise uh for anti-trump folks 
I believe the net, the sum of this, uh, in terms of its effect on the American electorate, the body politic, is going to be nothing. Well, I saw George uh, George Will on MSNBC last night. Now he's a uh, he's a never Trumper from the beginning mm-hmm. uh, on the right, of life, course, lifetime Republican conservative columnist. Um, he, he is really bothered by Trump's personal behavior and thinks that America is not. He he was arguing with Lawrence O'Donnell. He said, I don't think America is angry. I think America is sad <laughs> to uh, to have a president that acts like this. That's George Will's words. Uh, yeah, the, I think a lot of people are to some extent, sure. That, on the other hand, we'll take the Supreme Court justices. Hold your nose and vote for Trump. Yeah, and on the, on the other hand, on, on November, whatever it is, you got two choices, really. And Right, exactly. You know, you read my mind. Once in a while, our bilateral choice, our, our, our two-choices system, Coughs up a I'll be damned, you which, know? which is closer to what you want. Then you choose that one. Um, to me, the most interesting thing is a loose cannon like Trump, who's who's uh, who regularly says things in front of crowds that you think, why would you say that? Mm-hmm. That you have to, you know, def- then defend for a week, right? In private conversations with his lawyer, I thought this could be anything. You know, saying saying the sort of stuff about women you don't want on tape, saying the sort of stuff about who knows what you don't want on tape. It's mm-hmm. Donald freaking Trump right. and what he thinks is a private conversation with a guy who he thinks is a close friend. Talking about friends and enemies yeah. and, and, and women. And this is the worst of it is really shocking to me. Right. I thought there'd be a, I thought it'd be a lot. I thought there'd be a combination of Billy Bush and legal problems. I think the best that CNN has may not be the best that the lawyers have. Why? Yeah, and I don't know. Who and, knows? I don't know why they would. Why it would come out like well, this. Well, listen, I can very much see this being a. We have tapes. Is there anything you'd like to come forward with now? Uh, sort of thing. I could see that. So the key uh, chunk of it is um, where Cohen says, "I'm all over that." I spoke to Alan about it. Says who? When it comes time for the financing. And they talk about the financing. Pay with cash? No, 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 no. I got it. Oh, check. That's that's the key part. Well, what what backs up um, Sean's argument is Cohen's lawyer put this out. Cohen wants a pardon because he could be in legal trouble for stuff. It could be just put out a little bit of tape. Doesn't do any damage to say, look, I got these tapes. I'm willing to put them out. Where's the pardon? Is the pardon coming? That could be it. This is the Armstrong and Getty Show.